What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bizarre Junkies Reaction Show. I am your host, as always, Austin Alvarez. Thank you so much for being here. Um, this is a creepy show, but I appreciate all of you. I love all of you. Who do we have today? None other than the co-host of the other show that I do. You may be like, Austin, you do another show? I do another show called Content Junkies, where we break down why you need content, how important content is, and more so why businesses need content. But I'm joined by Mr. Robert Condal, who has actually been on the show before, who... Uh, yeah, I, hey, are we are we doing the Bill Gaylord, Brandon yes, Johnson we thing? Are. Yes, but better? we are. Yeah. Oh, did I just say that? I did just say that. We're doing <laughs> it better. So, Robert, you've actually never been on the reaction show before. No, I have zero so, clue what we're doing. Yeah. So my reactions are legit. Yeah. I, I, Austin's like, come here at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. and we're here. Here we are. And we're here. So, Jory, if you don't mind. Jory's on the decks today. He's actually uh, probably not going to say anything, but that's okay. Jory, if you want to show us the topics for today... We're going to watch scary videos. We're going to poop our pants. We might give out merch. We haven't really done that in a while. We should probably remove that one. That's my, that's my bad. But we may shit ourselves. Okay? These may be some creepy videos, Robert. I don't know your tolerance for creepy. You did work on some creepy shows, but I feel like it doesn't hit the same because you already know. I did work in Hollywood for 15 years working on reality, reality shows. Finding Bigfoot, sci-fi shows. I'm just going to say I'm very cynical. When it comes to this stuff, <laughs> so we like, are too though. So, we are too. When we get on this show, we're like, mm, we'll I see. don't know. We'll about see. That. We'll see. Yeah. I also, I'm very proficient in Photoshop too. So there you go. Mm, that. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on to our first one. This is actor Jake Johnson gives insights on oh. intuition. So we'll go ahead and play this one. Cause I don't get it. Uh, I'll sit next to my mom. We, I was in uh, fourth grade out of nowhere. My mother turns to me and goes, you're not going to school tomorrow. And I go, hmm. And when my mom growing up, she said something, just how it went down. So I was like, huh? And then I went, fuck, but we're going on a field trip tomorrow. We're going to little Vietnam in the city and it's just all eating candy and fucking around. I really wanted to do it. So I go, but we're going on a field trip. We're going to little Vietnam. I really want to go. And she goes, when do you leave? I go first thing in the morning. She goes, when do you come back? I go three o'clock. She goes, you're not in the school at all. I go, no, we get dropped off. We get on the bus. We come back at the end of the day. She thinks for a long time. She goes, you can go to school the next day. There's a true story. May 20th, 1988, a woman walks into my elementary school through the door that my class was in. I used to get in a lot of trouble as a kid and I used to always talk. So the teacher pushed me in the far right corner. So I sat away from the other kids and I was right by the door. A woman walked into the school wearing a robe and nothing underneath. I know me. I would have commented. I would have said something. <laughs> I would have tried to show off. I would have tried to get laughs. There's no question. The room was empty. She walked through, walked down the hall, walked into another room, shot seven kids, <gasps> killed one of them. Wow. True story. To this day, my mom cannot explain why she didn't want me to go to school. When I've talked to her to this day, and I brought it up to her a lot, she goes, I don't know, Jake. I just, I had a feeling in my gut. The kid goes to school, you're never going to see him again. Mom's awesome, yeah, but also, she's right. But what is that? Oh, you get so comments are saying, your mom was probably the CIA operative that brainwashed that lady. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched that show, I watched that clip last night too. That one? Yeah, I watched that clip. So I wasn't, a, I did... You know what that is? Intuition? Yeah, I think so. Have you ever had that happen where you yeah. were like, I have a feeling about this, and then it turned out to be true? Yeah, man. It's, it, I think it's cool because it's like you got to follow your gut, right? I think that's what that is. Yeah. If it smells like shit, it's probably shit. So you <laughs> followed your gut and you came on the show today. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just do things for no reason. 
Like, like he he didn't he didn't know what that was. Yeah. His mom knew though. <laughs> His mom knew. His mom was like, "Get you can't go to school." Um, or he would have been dead, basically, right? It is yeah. a little freaky. I mean, I just had, I was just talking to Travis about like manifestation and stuff yeah. like that. I do believe. It, actually, I'm very. I was skeptical until this week. Until I got like something. That, yeah, until the things that you were telling me about happened, yeah. and you're like, "Wait yeah. a minute!" And deja vu, like, what's that? You don't know, like, yeah. You know what I, mean? I mean, I mean, clairvoyance. It's it's been explained a bunch of different ways, but that I I have no answer for it. So I think it's energy. Definitely. Well, oh, speaking no. of energy, let's move on to this next one. This one says a man describes his attack by a grizzly bear. On the right side of the mouth, corner of the nose, right side of the nose, and her claw ripped everything off on the right side, including my right ear, and just totally de-scalped me on the one side. Oh you could hear her teeth just grinding away on the back of my head, crunching like a dog bone, like just like a dog gnawing on a bone, and she pulling things off. I couldn't feel anything, but I could just you could just feel the pressure, and you could just hear all the bones in your face just crack. Oh. She must have repositioned. I, I remember falling backwards. And laying on the ground, looking up, couldn't see at this point. I reached up, grabbed what I thought was balls again, I grabbed with both hands this time. Whatever I had, I was pulling myself up, trying to rip it off. And then I wrapped my legs around her neck and kind of locked him in. She first started rolling around, he did a bucking like a bronco. Triangle choke I could on tell a bear. she was moving in one direction. Like it seemed like she was just running. So I let go. He just squealed and ran down the mountainside. Here for quite a ways. After that, I couldn't see. My left eye at this point was hanging out of the socket. I didn't think I had a right oh, eye. Shit. Chunks of flesh hanging down. My uh, jaw was hanging down. I crawled down the hill and managed to find the trail feeling around and i found my gun right away i was feeling around looking for the clip first thing i found something fleshy uh was my mustache and goatee and lips and then i found another chunk piece of my Damn. forehead and hair and part of my ear wait a minute when you and say I found you the found clip. it you yes. found them on the ground on the ground yeah holy I thought you meant you were just like reaching around on your on your body and then you found them. You found your ear and your lips and your goatee oh, shit. on the ground. First grabbed me with her claw. Damn. Jory over there is not... Jory Yellow. has had a hell of a time doing my show lately. He had to hear about Dahmer like in detail. Um, yeah. yeah, wild animals are legit. Like a yeah. cat could fuck you up if yeah, you wanted a cat, to. Yeah. You ever see those videos where a cat like gets like pissed off and just starts scratching you? Yep. Or even a little raccoon? Mm -hmm. A bear. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. All right. So this next one has a little bit of a summaration, uh, some summation of the story. So Juan Oscar Perez, a farmer show, uh, shows artist renditions of an alien encounter he had. So September 6th, 1978, location Venado uh, Tuerto, Argentina. Uh, the young witness, Juan O. Perez, which is Juan Oscar Perez, had gone to gather a herd of horses, and as he rode on his horse through the morning fog, he felt something fly overhead. Several objects then appeared and began maneuvering overhead, emitting powerful beams of color-changing light. His horse panicked, and the witness barely managed to ride back home. The boy's father reprimanded him and ordered him to go back to the horses. Back on the field, the witness found a large round object on the ground. It had a dome on top with several round windows. A door opened, and a seven-foot-tall being wearing gloves and a cylindrical helmet appeared. That, uh, the being seemed to be attached to the object by some type of breathing apparatus. He invited the witness inside. The boy then tied his horse to a ladder and then climbed in. Inside, he was able to see a panel with buttons, tables, and a small robot-like being that was apparently busy at cutting into pieces large bones of some animals resembling cows or horses. 
Afraid, the boy jumped out of the object to the ground. The tall being followed him outside. The witness then requested one of the giant's gloves as proof of the experience. He then saw that the being had green claw-like hands with blue metallic nails. The being then pricked the witness, witness's right arm, apparently extracting blood in the process. As the witness rode back home carrying the glove, two flying objects caught up with him, emitting a small slab and sphere that descended and brushed by the horse pulling off the glove like a magnet. Another curious fact was that while inside the UFO, the young witness attempted to touch the being and the object several times but was prevented to by what appeared to be an invisible barrier. Six days prior to the incident, the witness's father had found a mutilated cow in a pasture. And so this is... Uh, that's pretty... This I is, mean, that's pretty specific. Yeah, this is somebody explaining it. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> we're going to find out. I mean, we're going to hear... We're going to see the rendition right now from the artist freaked us out and we ended up getting out of there pretty quick because it was just so eerie we had crawled back into this mine maybe oh i think this is the wrong one my bad my bad hmm one sec let's see if it's this one yep okay i have it here that is my that's an oopsie daisy franny's listening right now like you fucking idiot you fucked it up all right here we go so measure three meters that's frozone from the Incredibles, but so this is what it looks like here. traumatized it's him crying on the screen so a uh, funny thing about that song is it is a sample of a cat's dying meow <laughs> how do you know that uh because it's it was super popular on tiktok oh, okay. like it was like the noise you use it's when was that story when did that take place 1978 okay. september 6th was which i was just telling um uh, a previous guest of mine that i did a show with today that if you look at like history, there's uh, there's alien sightings throughout history, but it really perked up in the U in the United States in the 40s when we started doing nuclear testing. So if you notice, we started testing nukes, and they were like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do these these primates have here? Do you think they have invisible technology? For like, sure, they're like, definitely like octopus who can camouflage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one sitting next to Jory right now. We just don't know it. Um, Bro, watching I see us. it though. He's like, I see it though. <laughs> he looks like a, a clock actually. <laughs> Uh, so no, I actually think they like I like I I want to believe there's aliens. I have alien tattoos on me. So I say this every time, and everybody who's been who's heard my show thinks is tired of hearing this. But I think it's ignorant to think that we're the only life form Dude, in the universe. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so the one I was playing that we are gonna play now is it's, it's all it says is just a creepy mine shaft. So we'll go ahead and refresh this. Really freaked us out, and we ended up getting out of there pretty quick because it was just so eerie. We had crawled back into this mine, maybe, boy, it was a long, long ways. I mean, it may have been half a mile back under this huge mountain, and there's this trap door in the floor, and I mean, square nails, a rope handle. We lift this thing up, and there's two ladders that just go down on either side, and we're shining our lights down there, and we can't even see the bottom of this sucker. So we find this pipe, and it was probably 40 pounds, six feet long. We drop this dead center down the hole, and it just goes, never hit. We listened for like 20-something seconds. We're like, what the 
So we take a big old glow stick and snap this thing and drop it down the hall, and it just goes until the thing gets too dim to see anymore. <laughs> Probably a big pile of Levi's at the bottom of that thing. Oh, that was that good. Really freaked us out. That was a jump scare. Damn. Quick, because it was just so eerie. Damn. All right then. Jesus, that actually got me pretty good. I was expecting <laughs> that. I hit it though. I hit it. Nobody would know until I told you. All right then. Fuck you, Franny. He's an asshole. What's uh, the point of that? What was he trying to say? I didn't even understand. I, what was I don't going know. On. So he was saying that they found this super deep mine shaft, and they dropped, and then like yeah. it never, they never heard the impact of the of the metal pole at the bottom. Yeah, it was deep. <laughs> yeah, the sound travels back up, Robert. Yeah, but you know, what if there's yeah, a, you but know, you know, Santa's down you there. You know. All right, this next one is just says check always check your shoes. Check your shoes. Side, I guess, in Florida. Oh yeah, the centipedes. These little. Bugs. Holy cow, look at this. Look how many of these things I got. These little millipedes will come into your shoe. There's a gigantic spider that climbed out of my shoe. Oh my god, look at it. Stop it. This always gets me. I'm terrified of this happening. Like a scorpion here? Uh, that happened to me last month. My shoes. Scorpions in Vegas. You know, scorpions, scorpions are uh, UV. You can, if you put shine a UV light yeah. on them, they glow. Yeah, bugs. Grab are this pen. Creepy. I'm gonna try and. No, don't do that. Don't do it. It's gonna rush out. This thing is out of here. Oh my god. What, what you is do is you throw it in the washer. Fuck that, dude. I once woke up at oh 4 a.m. with a cockroach oh in my hoodie. My oh, fuck. It was no. on the back of my neck. That is a big spider. I moved out of that apartment complex the next month. Oh, look at that, dude. Screw that. Follow shit. for No, we're not following. Uh, all right. So this next one, this next one says, what's in this bag? I don't know. What is in this bag? <laughs> In the bag. Oh no! Is that a tape? It's like blood. Oh. So it was like like moving, and then liquid started seeping out. Feel like I'm just traveling with my. Yeah. With some meat. Troy, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to New York? I have a few times, actually. New York City? New York City. Uh, is the subway like that? Like, it's that crazy? Uh, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. A horror show. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want to go. It's overwhelming. Uh, all right. This next one says, what's in this freezer that was hidden under the floorboards? Hidden freezer under floorboard at an open house. Two acre okay. property. And so this is going to be you one day. That's a serial killer. There's no reason for a freezer down there. There isn't. It's like a Dahmer thing, right? Yeah. That's where you hold the bodies. Gross. There's a trash bag. And no. that water is not. That's not water. That's where he. This is. Where all the children go. Water. Fuck that shit. 
There's a lot of crazy people. <laughs> there are. Could you imagine, like, hey, Jory, I got this nice house for you, my guy. Yeah. Four bedroom, and it's got a fucking freezer in the floorboards, my guy. No, no, no weird shit's going on here, I promise. I know you just had that Dahmer episode, too. I Could did. you imagine, like, living next to him with that smell? Well, they, that's what happened. Yeah. People were reporting, he's like, it's some bad fish. So nuts, like. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. think about rotten meat for a day, human body. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You'd be, like, gagging. Well, there was a, we, we had a crime scene cleaner on the show a couple of times, and he was telling us about a case that, like, I don't know if it's still open or not, but in L.A., like, somebody was feeding meat and tacos. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to track because of meat. If human meat goes bad really quickly, oh, and people get oh. really sick. Oh. So, do you guys want tacos after this, or? Sure. <laughs> All right, this next one says, a uh, more in-depth look of Annabelle, the doll. Are you familiar with Annabelle? Yeah. This can't be a six- or seven-year-old girl in a doll. This is something demonic, or this is something nefarious. <laughs> so, uh, this is the Warren's Occult Museum. I don't want to touch a single freaking thing. I'm going to tell you guys something. Not that many people have seen the doll in person. It looks like a regular Raggedy Ann doll. Mm. That's the frightening part about it. It was bought in a thrift store by a mother of a nurse. The nurse was about 28 years old who received it for her birthday. And you know what? The nurse liked dolls. I mean, a lot of women like dolls. Like men like cars or whatever. Women like to play with dolls or have them. So the mother thought it would be nice to buy her daughter a big doll. This doll is about two and a half feet high, you know, when it's standing. It doesn't stand on its own, but if if I stood it up, it'd be two and a half feet high. Yeah. That's terrifying. And she gets the doll, right? And she treats it like a regular doll, puts it on the couch. She said, oh, I'm going to buy a bracelet for it. So she bought a little bracelet that says Anna on it. That's the bracelet? Yeah, that's the actual bracelet. Oh, my God. So here's what really happened. There's another nurse that lived with her. There are two nurses that worked at Hartford Hospital as nurses on the second shift. Very nice ladies, a young woman then. And she left it on the couch one day, and she goes to work with her, her other girlfriend to nursing, to a nursing job. Comes home to dolls, now in the bedroom, on the, lying on the bed. She goes, did you move the doll before we left? No, I didn't move the doll, Donna. So they don't think too much of it at that point. But, Jory, you believe in this stuff? happening. They leave the doll on one end of the couch. Do you believe in health on yourself? the other end of the couch. They what leave the doll with the legs oh. crossed. They come home, the legs are uncrossed. Now they're thinking, wait a minute, maybe the superintendent is playing a trick on us. He was a young guy. Maybe he's trying to scare us, but do a trick. So let's, uh, let's do something. Let's put tape on the bottom of the doorway, entranceway. Let's set the rug in just a way that we know if somebody walks in, it's going to move the rug. We'll know if somebody's been in this apartment. So they did that. They come home that night. When they left, the doll's legs were uncrossed on the couch. They come home that night, nothing's been disturbed. The tape was still there. The rug was still fine. The doll is now in a different location and the legs that were uncrossed are now crossed. Mm. Now they're freaking out a little bit because several nights later, they found a piece of parchment paper and written in crayon was the words, help us. The next night, another parchment paper with crayon, help me. It says Korean, but it's in crayon. And they looked at each other and said, what's going on here? We don't have any parchment paper or crayons in the house. What, what is this? We have magnolia right. paper. So 
Jesus. When this is a recycled construction note. paper house. I'm nervous though, about this situation. <laughs> they're at the breakfast note, and they had the doll with them next to that. They always did. They sit it next to her having breakfast. Donna. See those two flimsy arms? They're made of. They're all made of rags, right? It's called this raggedy Ann doll, right? Those two flimsy arms levitated onto the table of the breakfast nook. Oh hell no! Nah. And the girls looked at each other. They were intrigued. They were more intrigued than they were scared at this point. They're like, you know what? That doll's trying to tell us something. They were a little nervous still. White people but are they were crazy. intrigued by what was happening too. Little doll, tell me. One of the nurses says to Donna, she says, I know a psychic. Why don't we have a seance and find out what this doll is? Why wants? do you do a seance? That was your first mistake. She, she, says, yeah. she says, yeah. She says, yeah. She says, yeah. I know a psychic. I'll, I'll have her come. And Donna says, okay, let's have a seance. That night they had a seance with the psychic. The psychic concentrates. First thing the psychic says, there was an accident outside your apartment. A young girl was hit and killed. She's about seven years old. Her name is Annabelle. And she's in your doll. That's what she said. What? The nurses believed it. Because he's a psychic after all. She's right. not sure she's talking about. She's our friend. She was that one girl's friend. So now they start calling her Annabelle. I think they bought the bracelet after and called it Anna. Mm-hmm. They can only find Anna. And so now they're really treating her like a, oh, okay. Bro, this that doll in the back that jump scared the shit out of me. Is this, is Everything's he the guy okay, they made the movie you know? from? That's the doll. That's not. That's the happened. actual doll? Yeah. Because oh. I'd say within three weeks, Crazy. Lou, who's the fiance of Donna, he used to Hello. stay there a lot. He's lying on the couch sleeping. At the other end of the couch is Annabelle. <laughs> Suddenly he wakes up with a start and he's sweating. He's hyperventilating. He's like 28 years old, 29. So that was based on a like true this. story? Yeah. Like that. Same What's with the, the conjuring? What's the matter? He says, mm. that doll, I just had the worst nightmare in the world of that doll. I had a dream, a nightmare that that doll was crawling up my leg and then finally got to my neck and was strangling me to death. Wow. And then. He takes the doll off the couch, picks it up, and throws it across the room and says, eh, that's just a raggedy end doll. That can't hurt anybody. Just like that. Mm. When he did that, that's when the slashes happened. What? He had seven slashes, four on his chest and three on his stomach. It looked like someone took a scalpel and slits through his t-shirt and you see the bloodlines coming through. Now the girls panicked. They said to themselves, this can't be a six or seven year old girl in a doll. This is something demonic or this is something nefarious. They're thinking of themselves. They called, what do we do, what do we do? Let's call Father Richard Nolan, a Episcopal priest in Hartford. So they call him. He says, you know, I never dealt with that stuff before. I don't know what to tell you, but I know who can help you, Ed Warren. Oh, yes. The big guns. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Call the big boys. And he did. They called Ed Warren and Lorraine. They came out and interviewed the girls, just like you saw in the Conjuring movie. Mm -hmm. Yep. Interviewed the girls. And they said, well, we don't want that doll, Mr. Warren. And they said, don't worry. It doesn't belong to here anyway now. But what you told me, this thing's got evil vibrations, evil attached to it. Oh, man. And he took it home with him and put it in his case. There's a lot more to this story, but we'll tell you more about it. Another time, but there's more. So yeah, so it's it's crazy, and and there's a doll at the haunted museum here too. Huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, it should. Shit's I, crazy. I sleep next to a mannequin, though. It's okay. What? Fuck. Oh, hell you no. You see Robert. my mannequin in my room, right? No, Robert. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, dude. He thinks I'm joking. There's I know you're not joking. Like, I, You've seen the mannequin. Yeah, in dude. Why, I don't why sleep do you... on it. It's like on. It's like right there. <sighs> it's art. It's dude. just art. It's just art. Uh, did I get this one? I did not get this one. Let's see what this one is. Okay, so this is footage of the Annabelle doll moving. No. Let's go. I'm scared now. It, like, attacks him. Just close it up fast. Close it up. It's good, It's good. It's all right. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. We need to take the doll out of that case, put it in the original Ed Warren case. And that's what we're going to do tonight. Why do you do it? Well, we have to do it because of the movement of the case for repairs. Ed Warren told me how to do it if I ever had to move the doll. And uh, Dan just got recently blessed this morning by a priest, and so did I. I don't want direct contact with the skin. That's the way Ed told me. Don't touch it with your bare skin. Now Dan. Was it mercury? Out. I'll take this. As you can see, we're drenching his hands in water. Looks like holy water. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, protect us oh. from any evil, inhuman, or demonic entities that may surround this or infuse in this doll. In your Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And, uh, okay. And now she's transferred. One more time. Okay. Now she's transferred over. And we're going to keep her in there temporarily. Until Wait, hold on. Hold on. Were her legs crossed when they put her in there? Hold on. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I thought her legs were crossed. I thought they became... I was like, no. <laughs> Where does it move? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just now the movement of the Annabelle doll. Oh. Like, like how... We're going to keep her in there temporarily until we can do the no to repairs. Moved her to a different now, behind box. that, just to let you guys know, behind that is the Lord's Prayer imprinted in Boston, this case. All right, then. Uh, yeah, oh. I thought it was going to be moving, but that'd be too good to be true. Let's be real here. For sure. Let's be real here. Uh, okay, I so... Mean, I wouldn't want that doll in my house. Uh, no, fuck no, fuck no. Uh, a friend of the show who uh, who has a, a pretty prominent ghost show, been to his house, and uh, he has a relic room of just stuff he's collected from all his ghost hunts. And I was like, dude, how haunted is your house? He's like, no, 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 it's really just, the activity's really just like in this room. And I'm like, nah, no, it's not. I do believe things store energy. They do, like, 100%. Like rocks can store energy, like everything's energy, you know what I mean? Yes. So... All right, this next one says a compilation of this man's haunting experience and constant knocking. Yeah, that's really don't think fuck that shit. Scared this shit. Yeah, that scares me more Let's than anything. It. Sounds. I mean, this is my whole closet right here. It's my kitchen. Okay, so it seems to be wanting to happen now more in afternoon just to prove there's nothing there jesus christ you think that's sound effects 
Doesn't sound like it. After what I've experienced, no. Yo, that would drive me. I would move if I heard just knocking Uh, constantly. There goes the door opening. I am finally back to my apartment after the door opened from the wise cam. And people were wondering if the door stayed open or not. So we're going to unlock the door. Don't you hate when that happens? There's some knocking happening right now. Let's see. It was still open. Yeah, well, that's a dark apartment. Yeah. Well, if I had people knocking, I, they would, the, the lights will stay on 24-7. This is the cord in question. The coax cable, and it—you can see here—it goes directly from here. Bro, you could manage that down to my Wi-Fi, so I could, I guess, open it like this. But one, I would probably be in the way of the camera here since I'm standing here. But um, let's try and test this. Here's the door latched all the way shut. I mean, I'm pulling on that pretty hard, and it doesn't come out. Coax cables are strong as fuck, too. And open it. That just kind of pulls the Wi-Fi back. I didn't see his hand so, in the I mean, frame, though. You would have seen his hand the in the frame. That was pulling it. This probably would have knocked off, but I don't know. It's loud as hell. Dude, that's you fucked gotta up. You got to be fucking kidding me. And here we go with this shit again. I'm just going to wait and see. Why are you living there still? Because rent is too damn high, Robert. Yo, dude, that's loud as fuck. I'd be pissed. Sample it. Stop. Yo, what? Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Is there an edit? I'm not seeing a cut, and I'm not seeing a hand push that door open. Okay, that works. Here's the thing, Robert. After what I experienced, I am much more believe. Uh, I believe in this stuff way much more now. I mean, fuck that shit. I, I mean, if I heard that, I'd be out. I'd, well, yeah, I'd, I would too. I'd but I, Jory, I'd, I think I speak uh, for both of us. I'd poop Rent's my pants. too fucking expensive to just get up and move. You would live with that shit. I would be pissed if as the, fuck. The first knock. I would be pissed. The first as knock fuck, that had, Robert. Yo, if if you were in this room by yourself and shit just started knocking, and what would you do? I would fucking get the fuck out of there and just like I would I would probably turn religious. <laughs> That's what would probably happen. I uh I would be like I would be mad as fuck if I bought a house and I found out it was haunted. So I'd be like, like motherfucker! I just put twenty percent down. He's got some down. balls to tough it out. I'd be put ten percent down I'd on this out. fucking house, and now it's haunted. I will be goddamned if my yeah, investment gets fucking thrown away for a ghost. I don't know. I'm putting I'm putting holy rounds in my gun. Oh my I'm a non-believer until I believe. <laughs> How's yeah. that? Until shit starts to happen, then I'll be like, fuck this shit. So, um, Robert, we're at the end here. You survived without shitting yourself. 
We have that the one last was video. a good one. That last that was one a good was one. a good one. Yeah. We have this video, and this right. is about um, this rugby team in the Andes that crashed in the 70s. Okay. So, Carlos, the survival of the Andes Mountain Plane 571 crash, recounts firsthand of the horrors of eating human flesh. They were out there for 70 days. This is the movie Alive? Yes. Got it. This is the real, yes. the real part. So, here's Carlos telling us about it. You were obviously all starving on the mountains. What did that feel like with the starvation and the intense cold? Hunger is different there. The hunger we felt might... Uh, you have to watch this. I can't translate it all. The survivors cut matchstick-sized pieces of flesh from individuals who had died in the crash. They dried the meat from the bodies in the sun to make it edible. And they had an assembly line. Somebody cut it from the bone. Somebody would chop it up. You want to hear the, the, worst, the worst story about that, though? So they're in the, in the Andes in the summer. And um, or actually, the winter, it was snowing. A guy had frostbite so bad he couldn't use his teeth. Oh. So another guy had to baby bird him uh, human flesh. I mean, that movie, I seen that movie a long time ago. That was, it was I, intense. I just listened to like a four-part podcast about it. From, you should watch the movie. Well, the they, they summarized good. the movie. Yeah, but yeah. But they went it's into way nuts. more detail than the movie did. They were really? Talking about, yeah, they were talking about how Can you like. imagine eating your buddy? Yeah. Jory, would you eat me if, if I was dead and you needed to survive? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Robert, oh, thank man. you so much for coming for on sure, the show, dude. man. I'm glad I was able to get you on. Uh, where can people find you? What do you got going on these days? Uh, at robertcondal.com. Not .com. At, on my IG. That's it. What else? And have? Content Junkies there you go. Yeah, with there Austin. We have our own content show. Go check that out. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Jory, thank you so much for helping us out tonight, man. We appreciate you a ton. Thank you so much to our sponsors, puffyslippers.com. You can check them out. Link is in, in the bio. You get 15% off your entire order code. Bizarre. Uh, check out all of our content. You can become a member on Facebook and YouTube for as little as 99 cents a month, and you get access to a bunch of content you won't see anywhere else, not even on the page because it's locked behind that membership wall. But thank you so much to everybody, and until next time, stay bizarre. Nice.